those who do not study the past are condemned to repeat it. This quote is commonly attributed to George Santayana, a Spanish-American historian. And these words are never more prevalent than they are today, watching the body politic convalesce around authoritarian candidates, the worship of ideals of totalitarianism and control. It has never been more urgent for us to fight for freedom at any and all cost. This is Tyler Woodbridge with The Trigger Report. Good, good evening. Thank you so much for dealing with my advertisement support. This is Tyler Woodbridge yet again for the Trigger Report. And I have a extremely, extremely special announcement tonight. My good friend, longtime compatriot, and fellow fighter for human rights and individual liberty... Derek, the commie admin number two, makes his much-awaited return. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. And welcome back. Welcome back. I'm going to need you to hold me back. I'm going to need you to hold me back. Because I'm mad. Whoa. I I am angry. What are you angry about? The American body politic. Like four, like four farm fresh pork sausages bubbling in a half cup of purified water with a lid atop simmering before the 8.55 a.m. breakfast call. I can feel myself popping and steaming <laughs> and bursting with flavor because... The American people have allowed this ignorance to go on for too long. Well, first of all, that's horrifying. And second of all, I don't even know what to say. So, continue. Yes. So, when you look at it, there was an article by RollCall.com that I posted on the Trigger Report here recently stating there was over 300 candidates for president that have already declared yes this includes the Donald Trump's Joe Biden's Bernie Sanders Pete booty gang booty gang booty gangs and it also includes over 295 other individuals that are equally worthy of your respect your support and your interest because when you look at the fact that we have been ensconced in this two-party duopoly for literal generations, when you understand the fact that even Gary Johnson, the most viable third-party candidate since Russ Pro, could only muster 3.3%, you really have to understand that when there's 300 candidates for president already filed with FEC reporting and everything, if you already find yourself supporting Donald Trump or Joe Biden firmly and undisputedly, wouldn't you say that's intellectually 
dishonest? I don't know how I could say that. That's just... I, I don't even know what to say. 300 candidates running for president? Who are they? Where do they? What are their messages? What, what? I, I have to hear them before I can make a true judgment on who is fit for the presidency of the United States. Well, one question I have for you as a follow-up is, when you really get down to brass tacks, considering the generations of horrific war crimes committed in the Middle East. Bodies dismembered, lives lost, promises broken, a trail of bloody betrayal that goes all the way back to Lyndon B. Johnson. Would you really say that any one man, any one woman, any one Zizir or Zim is more worthy of the presidency than another? This is supposed to be a civil servant, not a career politician. This is supposed to be we the people, not we the corporations or we the special interests. And I feel like America has lost her way. I'd have to agree with you on that one. Um, At this point, Donald Trump, the president, at this point, why not? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Why not Vince McMahon? Why not Hunter Hearst Helmsley? I just, it doesn't matter. We the people need to take back our country. Amen. You need to look at yourself and you need to look into your soul. You need to look into your own value system. When you consider that the founding fathers revolted against England for what was less than 3% tax increase at the time, when you consider that tax collectors were tired and feathered over taxing whiskey, when you consider that the people of Massachusetts led an insurrection against the British government without a drop of blood being shed over their ignoramus violations of human liberty. You have to ask yourself, where is your line? Has that line already been crossed? And what are you doing? I just want to say this. Do the American people do the American people even have a line anymore in today's world, 2019? Do the American people have a line that, that they can cross or not cross? It doesn't matter anymore what the morals of the, of the presidency is. It matters what the American people are about. And if the American people can't agree then we're in trouble. So I don't even know where to begin when it comes to to the, the American people because we can go on and on about this and that and left and right, but if we can't agree on core facts, 
we are in trouble. And and to 2019, when is it going to come to the point where enough is enough? It is the current year, after all. It is the current year. And uh, to paraphrase uh, a friend of mine, Gary Doan, a, a libertarian writer and revolutionary uh, who has been profiling Joe Biden recently ever since he has uh, broken his uh, campaign, you have to really look at it earnestly that sometimes the left is really just as bad as the right. And that's when you look at things through the media or the traditional sense of left versus right and not the full scale of things. Now look at this. Joe Biden said not a single whisper of scandal, not one. And I felt millions of eyes roll in unison. This is the same Joe Biden that had a literal kill list. NSA spying on the entire country, prosecuting whistleblowers, funding and arming groups allied with Al-Qaeda and ISIS, running guns to Mexican whoa, drug cartels. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just stop you in your tracks. Because I believe Joe Biden, and as, um, I mean, you have, you have put me as Kami Ammon too. I'm, I don't, I don't self put myself as Kami Ammon too. But let me just say, Joe Biden is a respectable man and deserves respect. Joe Biden has served his country honorably, and Joe, I, Joe Biden could be a good president. So so to say all these things about Joe Biden, about sniffing women's hair, and <laughs> is that a crime? Is it a crime? Yes. To, to That's sniff, a, se- sexual harassment. To I, sniff women's hair is a crime. The, the, That's a crime. Uh, the offense is determined by the offended, and if one does feel that their personal agency has been violated by Joseph Biden's hair sniffing. So, so Joe Biden needs to get consent to sniff some hair. Is that what he needs to do? Yes. He needs to get consent to sniff some hair? Absolutely. Is that what Joe Biden needs to do? Yeah, absolutely. That is outrageous. Either implied or direct. Yes, he he absolutely needs consent. Joe Biden has addressed these issues, and he is nothing more than an old-fashioned, an old-fashioned man being intimate with his supporters. That is all Joe Biden has done, has been intimate with his supporters. That is all Joe Biden has been guilty of. What degree of intimacy would you argue crosses a line when it comes to political figures? I don't know. I don't even know where to begin. It's 2019. Joe Biden has said It is the current year. Joe Biden has said that it the times have changed of personal space. And I would have to agree with him on that. The times have changed. Personal space is 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 more important for for men and women as it always has been. Uh, Joe Biden has creepily sniffed young women's hair within the last two years alone. 
the, he has committed these acts of encroachment upon personal bodily agency. Encroachment? In, in the era of Me Too. Uh, I, I would argue that in the party that advocates for women's rights and personal bodily agency, shouldn't he be more cognizant of the personal bounds of human well, individuals? Joe, Joe Biden has outrightly said that he would be more mindful of the situations that are presented in front of him when it, be, when it comes to such topics. Well, I'm uh, glad that Joe Biden's finally showing some remorse for something he well, has done because well, because Joe Biden well, Joe Biden back in 1982 said that he was a strong advocate of anti-narcotics efforts and said that no program would work without a cabinet level drug czar to coordinate the work of various agencies. And then 1986, boom, the ONDCP, drug czar, drug war officially begun under Reagan. Uh, he increased the budget from $717 million to $1.478 billion to fight the drug war. And Joe Biden co-sponsored the Comprehensive Crime Control Act of 1984, giving law enforcement the authority to seize money and property from those suspected not convicted, but suspected of drug trafficking. Joe Biden is the architect of modern civil asset forfeiture, mass incarceration. The drug war is partially Joe Biden's fault. And is that who we really want in the White House? Was, was, was Joe Biden the president during those times? I forget. I'm, I forget. Was Joe the, he was, was Joe Biden? Senate. He was in the Senate, and he wrote the so, bill. So what? He wrote the bill. Someone had to write the bill, and Joe Biden wrote it, and it got passed. Like I said, it's 2019. It's not 1982. It is the current year. Things evolve. Things evolve. And Joe Biden understands that. I'm not making a case. I'm not saying Joe Biden is is Donald Trump. I'm not saying Joe Biden is is the is Jesus Christ like Donald Trump is. Okay? I'm not saying that. Oh hell God Emperor Trump. MAGA. All I'm saying is Joe Biden could be the president. He is capable of being the president. He has been the vice president. That's all I'm saying. Jimmy Crack Cornet, I don't care could be president. Uh, Vermin Supreme could be president. Uh, Joe Exotic can be president. Um, sure, sure. Anybody can be president today because Donald Trump uh, became president. Sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, uh, 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 Shane Helms, uh, uh, Shane Hurricane Helms uh, could be president. Sure. Why? Why the hell not? Scotty Tuati could be president. Uh, Doing do as, as long as he does the worm. Yes. As long as he does the worm. You know what? Then he could be president. You're onto something. You're onto something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I no, no. I'm making the Facebook page tomorrow. Libertarian Party for Scotty Tuati 2020. I think it Hash, work. Hashtag as long as he does the worm. Yes. Hash, hashtag as long as he does the worm. Hashtag. For all you, for all you wrestling supporters out there, who know what the worm is, send us a like and a share. 
and a follow. And, and a share and a follow. Smash that like button. Share. You can find the Trigger Report on all of your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. And also feel free to follow us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash woodbridgewrites. Your financial contributions go a long way in ensuring that we create a quality podcast and continue to fight for human civil liberties. 100% agreed. But nonetheless, Joe Biden was partially responsible for the 100 to 1 crack cocaine law. Are you aware of the 100 to 1 crack cocaine law? Why do you have some? I wish. Dude, if I was on some crack cocaine right now, this podcast would be going off the rails. What a crazy train. How dare you? How dare you? blame joe biden for that no the anti-drug abuse act which was written at least partially by biden changed laws so that those caught with a mere five grams of crack cocaine were subject to the same mandatory minimum as those caught with 500 grams of powdered cocaine and the application of this law disproportionately harmed african-american communities and contributed to mass incarceration ruining thousands of lives okay okay well now we're digging into some deep stuff here because there's a lot of different things coming into play we digging we digging number one unintended consequences there is a lot of unintended consequences that come into play when you're dealing with the drug laws because number one the politicians are, for the most part, not not familiar with with the extent of drug use. Number two, how can you how can you say that that crack cocaine is different from from powdered cocaine if you're not familiar with the drug? If you're just a politician, an old man sitting in an office. He was like 40 when he wrote this. That's not exactly 40, old. 40, yeah, but yeah, but he goes to church every week. He goes to church every week. He worships Jesus Christ. He he has no Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem with so, America. So what are you saying? So what are you saying? We need some politicians that are, that are familiar with the underworld? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, dude, put freaking shrooms. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Free the shrooms. Free the fucking shrooms. Put Dan Berman in the White House. Put Adam Kukesh well, in the White you can't House. Put, you can't put shrooms in the same category as crack cocaine. That's a little bit different. But, but here's the that's thing. It's a, okay. a little bit different experience. So I have never tried crack cocaine, and I've never tried pure cocaine I, I'm not like Dr. Roxo from uh, Metalocalypse. Well, okay. Well, you, you don't. You don't really need to have. You don't really need to try it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Joking. I'm done. Continue. I'm sorry.
I'm sorry, you all had to listen to that. Uh, we're going to take a special break at this point. Um, thank you for tuning in to the Trigger Report. Um, I am Kami Adam 2, and my host is Tr- Tyler Woodbridge. And I just want to give a special shout out to a few sponsors that have been with us through Thick and Thin. If you ever have any graphic artist needs, if you ever have a project, whether it's corporate or private, that you need some support with, uh, please check out Jimmy Theato and the Museum of Random. He has done excellent work on graphics with us in the past. Or just uh, look up Rob DeFino on Facebook. Uh, he is the one that's currently responsible for the uh, updated motif and collars of the Trigger Report. Both men are outstanding graphic artists and good personal friends of mine, and they will provide your dollar's worth of graphic content. Also, if any of you out there listening right now at this point of the podcast have any crack cocaine, please give me a call. My number, that's a toll-free number. Um, You can look it up. It's on the triggerreport.com, and I would love to speak with you. Thank you. For research purposes only, by the way. Uh, this is entirely within the um, Research Act of 1963, uh, U.S. Code Section 203, Paragraph 6, Sentence I believe 22. That is, I, believe, I believe that is completely made up, but uh, that doesn't matter because, um, well, do you have any crack? Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Jackets winning in overtime against the Boston Bruins, making hockey history in the heartland. Double overtime. (sighs) Double overtime. Matt Duchesne. What did you think about that goal? Matt Duchesne. Oh, beautiful. Coming in at the trade deadline. Yeah, I've been a fan of Matt Duchesne for a long time. He has a high motor. He has uh, face-off instincts. There, net what the Blue Jackets needed presence. for a long time. Hmm. I. What, 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 it's beautiful. What, it's just. It's. It's just hard. It's just hard to put into words that game last night. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky proving yet again that he is one of the best goalies on the planet. Well, one, you thought when he let in the goal that went off his glove, you thought, oh, Bobrovsky's choking. This is a disaster. He is on the brink of having a total choke moment. It's gone off his glove. He misjudged the puck. What's happening? Then the Jackets find a way to claw back. It's a total check back and forth matchup. You don't know what's going to happen. The score ends up tied in the third period. It goes to overtime. Back and forth. It's a chess match. One bounce can determine the game. You're on your feet. You don't know what to do. You're... You're you're about to shit your pants. It goes to the second overtime, and then Bobrovsky makes unbelievable saves. Those are the those are Conn Smythe saves. 
That's a six foot, like three, 200 pound man out there doing acrobatics to, to keep pucks out of the net. It's the second round, and he's making con my caliber saves. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Con Smythe is the f- MVP of the playoffs. In hockey, it's different. And the Con Smythe is the MVP of the playoffs, not the finals. Other sports, the Super Bowl, the NBA, they have the MVP of the finals, the Super Bowl, the finals. They have the MVP. But NHL, they have the final, the the MVP of the entire playoffs. So there's been occasions where there's been NHL players who have climbed the mountain, but have not quite reached the top, the pinnacle, the Stanley Cup, but have still won. The Conn Smythe. And that is the true, that is the true heroics. That is the legendary, that is the legendary legacy of the Conn Smythe to win it, but not win the cup. Like, for example, I mean, let's look back. I mean, for example, Justin Williams for the Los Angeles Kings back in 2014. I mean, he's a he's a fine player, yes, but I mean, th- th- this is a man who is, you know, maybe more so of a two way player, maybe sometimes more of a grinder that just really rose to the occasion in the playoffs and delivered twenty five points in less than twenty games, like that's incredible. Well, in the playoffs, the third line is arguably your most important line. Uh, your first two lines get shut down, and then you have to go into your third and fourth lines to to prove who you are as a team. So, I, I mean, hey, look at the the Bruins. I got to give the Bruins some credit here. Their third and fourth lines have been absolute menaces for both the Jackets and the Maple Leafs. Sean Crowley. Sean Corrales in only his second major like season as an NHL player at the age of like 26. Like this dude is out there looking like Crosby with some of his moves right now. Uh, and, and, and that's that, a bit of a stretch, but no, Corrales has been a beast, man. You have to admit that that guy has been a one man highlight reel. Uh, who's the guy for Boston that scored the overtime goal? I think that was Crowley. I, no, I can I can go double check. No, that was not Crowley. Let's see here. Boston overtime goal. I'm on the Googles right now. On the Googles. That's good. Um, uh, let's see here. Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle. Yeah, he's a third line center right now. Third line center. He has been very effective for Boston. He's been at the doorstep several times. Bobrovsky has been the difference. And uh, Charlie Coyle is arguably more dangerous than Brad Marchand. And nobody hates Brad Marchand more than Kami Abin, too. Let's just make that clear. I don't know. 
I know Libertarian Admin One hates the shit out of some Brad Marchand, man. Like this guy, you know, he's always breaking sticks, slew footing, poking people in the eye, licking people in the face. Like this dude is an absolute oh, yeah. menace. Did he game. beat the Canucks in Game Seven in 2011? Oh Dang. fuck, dude! Why do you have to? Dang. Why do you have to bring that up? Why do you have to bring that up? And yet there there are four Bruins currently active that were on the roster uh, back when they defeated the uh, the Canucks. Uh, Marshawn, Patrice Bergeron, um, David Krejci, and uh, the six foot nine wonder speaking seven languages, Zdeno Chara. Fuck! Why did you have to say his name? I'm sorry. Because he's quite possibly one of the most unique players in NHL history. The tallest player in NHL history. A polymath of esteemed intelligence. And and he's won a couple uh, hard slap shots. Yeah, like, I mean, when you talk about hard slap shots, it's like Sinedo Chara and Shea Weber, and it's like, who else? You know, it's like... It's a little bit different in uh, hockey, for those of you who are who don't know much about hockey, um, when you shoot the puck, it's one it's one thing. But when you shoot the puck with some velocity, it it takes a couple bounces. It's like bowling when you when you when you throw the ball down the lane. Sure, you're gonna hit some pins, but when you when you throw it down the lane with some velocity, it's gonna hit some pins, and then those pins are going to bounce around and hit some other pins. And that's what happens with the puck. When you shoot the puck with some velocity, it hits all some sticks, shin pads, whatever, and then it goes into the net. And that's what Zdeno Chara has been able to do. He won a Stanley Cup. He deserves respect. I hate his guts, but he deserves respect. Except for the time that he single-handedly plowed Max Pacioretty's head into a stanchion, rendering him a lifeless husk on the ice and ruining his season. Yeah, and possibly his career, but, I mean, he played for the Montreal Canadiens, so... (laughs) 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 When you're really looking back at things, did he really ruin anything except maybe putting... And another Montreal Canadian out of his misery. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm 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 going to go ahead and say it. Nirvana, the band Nirvana, has been more relevant more recently than the Montreal Canadiens, and that's a damn fact. <laughs> Can't argue with that. That's just facts. Just facts. That's all we bring you here on the Trigger Report. Cold. Hard facts, biting political opinions, and controversial discussions. Smash that like button. Uh, 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 head to our website, www.triggerreport.com, all one word, dot com, the Trigger Report. And you can also find a Patreon. You can um, also find a Venmo account, a uh, YouTube account. You can find it all. When it comes to yeah. the trigger report, I think I might even set up a TikTok account. Should I? Should I set set up a TikTok account? I don't see why the hell not. 
Yeah. I'm fucking setting up a TikTok account tonight, boy. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah, might as well. It is the current year. But yes, uh, so I am just so glad that we could have you uh, finally back on the podcast after four months off. I got the podcast back up and running. It's been such a long time. You know, okay, so I've I've had to take music off of the old podcasts because I've been monetizing it. Because I really want to make a career out of this, and and so does Kami Admin too, and really? also, also shout out to Admin Three, uh, who is lying in the shadows, making sure we don't go too far off the rails. The future is female. We love you, Admin Three. We really do. We really do. And I'll see you tomorrow. Wow, that was that was extra, but yes, um, so. As part of our campaign to become more relevant in podcasting and entertainment circles, I am starting a Twitch project called Hockey Anarchy. So please follow the Twitch account at The Trigger Report. It's twitch.tv slash The Trigger Report. As I will bring a expansion franchise to hockey uh, glory while discussing anarchy and libertarian politics so that'll be a fun uh, twitch stream and you might have some special guests along the way such as uh, richard seymour and nate grooms oh grooms seymour grooms respectable guests entertaining guests to boom no doubt but yes, um, so we, we, we really have a program put together that I, I hope is entertaining all of you, and I hope that you'll continue to tune in on. And uh, with Derek back in the fold, with me dedicated to podcasting again, you can expect more of these episodes here soon. And maybe here in a week or two, we will start bringing guests back on board. So if you or anybody you know have a political opinions, want more freedom, less government, or if you just want to shoot the shit about playoff hockey, you're welcome on the program. We'd love to have you. Or playoff basketball. Or just about anything. How about Coy Leonard? How about my boy Leonard? We the North. Defend the six. What? What are you talking about? Yes. What are you talking about? I'm a Toronto Raptors fan. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything that strikes your fancy, we want to hear about it. So don't be afraid to send us a message here at the Trigger Report. And let us know if you have any cocaine or crack cocaine. Please subscribe. We're not picky. We're not picky. We need a plug. Please send us a plug. Whether you're in Nashville or Tucson, Arizona, please just... Send it. Send it. Send it. 
we're a fucking train wreck, but you know you love us. We are the Trigger Report, and uh, my name is Tyler Woodbridge, and Kamehameha uh, Two, aka Derek. Do you have any other topics that you'd be willing to breach on tonight's vivacious podcast? Well, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it because I know um, the Kami, um, the Kami aspect of the Trigger Report is not very well. Um, uh, accepted, um, but I would like to say, um, you know, Bernie Sanders is running a hot campaign right now. He's running. Oh God, a, he's running a hot campaign right now. Oh God, and uh, Donald Trump says his window is closed. I don't believe. I don't believe his window is closed. I believe mm. I. He's only two years older than the current president, Donald Trump. Two years older. It is the current year. He is only two years older than Donald Trump. If you're in high school, if you are in high school and you're a senior, that means Donald Trump is a junior. This is the worst analogy (laughs) I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, it's two years. I was a poetry tutor. It's two years. It's not that long. When you're as old as fuck, when you're old as fuck, like Bernie (laughs) Sanders and Donald Trump, two years is not that much. Okay? So Bernie Sanders, is his window is not closed. He can still... close my eyes only for a moment and the moment's gone. Oh, I love that song. I, lo- I love that song, but now it's ruined. Now it's ruined forever. Just like All we are is dust in the wind. Just like every other song from 1979 <laughs> to, to 1990. You've ruined every 80s song that I've ever listened to in my life. I can do you, I can do you a big favor right now. Please. Please do. I, I, I do, you, going do, you, to do you, I mean, I mean, if you're going to do me a favor, do you have free hot dogs at Circle K right now? I haven't worked at Circle K for the better part of eight years, brother. Okay, so you're not going to do me a huge favor. I was going to ruin Old Town Road for you. Please don't. Please don't, because that's 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 my bliss <laughs> right now. I got horses in the back. Horse deck is attached. Hat is matte black. Got the boots on spike to match. Riding on a horse. Ha! You can rip your Porsche. Ha! I've been in the valley. You ain't been up 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 porch. Ah! Yeah, I'm done. Are those even the words? What? I I just Googled it. Yeah, you you didn't ruin it because I don't even know what the fuck just happened. Take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Yeah. Well, I believe that wraps things up here at the Trigger Report. (laughs) Uh, This broadcast has been brought to you by Fireball. (laughs) That's our favorite sponsor here. At the Trigger uh, Report? Duder's Barbecue, I guess. I don't Duder's know, but barbecue. mainly Fireball. Yeah. 
Where can you get some Drew's barbecue at? Frankfurt, Ohio. Frankfurt. Uh, featuring, yes, uh, slow roasted uh, smoked uh, meats. Uh, got brisket, pork. Uh, I, I recommend the pork butt macaroni and cheese sandwich. That is to die for. Mm. What about Jerry's Pizza? Is Jerry's Pizza anything to, um, you know, lock your horns about? It was one of my favorite treats when I lived in the south end of Chillicothe, but they've never financially contributed to my well-being, so I can't make a judgment one way or the other. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about Walmart? How do you feel about Walmart? Walmart has done more to elevate the American poor than the United States government ever has. Really? Yes. Yes. So you're putting Walmart, the corporation, above the U.S. government? Is that what you're doing? Dude, I would put my fat-ass fucking beagle above the United States government. What's your beagle's name? Peter. Peter. He's still alive? Still? He's only like five years old, dude. <laughs> yeah, but he he <laughs> eats nothing but pizza and scraps and <laughs> has diabetes. Uh, Peter is veritably the um, John Daly of hunting dogs. Respectable. But also fatter. And doesn't hunt. And he's not really even a dog. He's more like a seal. <laughs> you, should, you should just murder Peter in the middle of the night. I can't, I can't do that. He, he's great company. He's You're a right. sweet buddy. You're right. He's, he's my best guy. friend. You're right. I don't know why I said that. It's fireball. He, he's, a, he's a better friend to me than half of y'all have ever been but if you want to be a better friend just like follow and subscribe to the trigger report on your favorite social media platform we'll call it even and head over to the website www.thetriggerreport.com and send a contribution our way through the patreon uh you can also um donate with venmo at Derek Dash Cooner. Um, all one word. If you're confused on the spelling, send us a message. We'll we'll get right back to you. Your donations are welcome. And if you also have a plug in Tucson or Nashville, Crack. please message the page. Crack anything. Just send us a message. Bath salts. Bath salts. Uh, barbiturates. CBD oil. Anything. Send us a message. Opiates. Opiates especially. Send us a message. I, I, I mean, how? I'll, I'll, I'll take some, like, lucky strike non-filters. I mean, point. at this point, is it not America? Are we not living in the freest country on earth? Are we not allowed to participate in the in the consumables of narcotics? Is that are we not allowed? Are we not allowed to do that here in America? The freest country on earth? 
I'd say it's safer to just chill in your Jeep Grand Cherokee, just going off the rails on like some psychedelics than it would be if you're driving down the road, blasted off of a couple tall boys. Fair enough. Fair enough. That sounds 100% accurate at this point. But yes, um, any final words, uh, Kami Admin 2? For those of you who are still listening, I would like to (laughs) thank you all for your hospitality. Uh, Keep tuning in. Um, like and share and uh, visit www.thetriggerreport.com and um, I don't know maybe um, consider voting for uh, AOC here in the next uh, election thank you and my per- and again my this on behalf of uh, Derek uh, the commie admin too uh, and urging you to look into the campaigns of Bill Weld, Tulsa Gabbard, uh, Mike Gravel, and Vermin Supreme. This is Tyler Woodbridge for the Trigger Report, wishing you a fantastic day. Glory to Columbus. Let's go Blue Jackets. Game three tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Be there. Kick, 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 kick,